the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. It is uh, 35 minutes after the top of the hour, and my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Let's go to the phones. I've got Erica in Loudonville, Ohio. Erica, welcome and thank you for calling. Thank you, Bob. I love your show. Anytime I tune in, your topics are always so relevant. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, I want to, I'm going to tell you right now, I am 50 years old, and uh, my uncle was openly gay for decades. He had a partner, and even though our family, they were kind of a secular family, but they were conservative, we just accepted that, you know, this is his lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, furthermore, I had a babysitter for a brief period of time. He was a, a gay man. He was, like, a very nice man. So... I'm not anti-gay, but, you know, like I said, Bob, I'm 50 years old, and yet my youngest children are 8 and 9 years old. And I, this environment that I'm seeing is so toxic. Like, I mean, I want to tell you, I was telling my husband, this, I'm disturbed by seeing these commercials for medications, and they're showing men kissing other men. It, it's a very difficult for me to deal with this. Bob, I you know maybe you can give me some advice because I'm not anti-gay. Well, I'm not either, but it's becoming more and more difficult to stand for truth. I mean, it really is. Um, the The goal of the devil himself is to make the abnormal normal, to make yeah. sin palatable and acceptable. Homosexuality has always been around, always. I mean, all the way back in ancient Rome. But yeah. it has never been accepted as it is today. Uh, Joy and I saw a McDonald's commercial a couple of nights ago with a male couple in a McDonald's commercial. I thought, really? Are you serious? Well, I know. And, you know, I, I think all of us, I'm considerably older than you are, but you know, you would find a, a homosexual or a lesbian every once in a while, but it was it was rare. But now, everywhere. Is that because there is a genetic proclivity to same-sex attraction? No. It's because it's a fad. It has been made popular. Yeah. It is it is a choice. And and by the way, that is the scientific viewpoint. That homosexuality, lesbianism, same-sex attraction is a choice. It is not genetic. There is no gay gene. And the more acceptable it is, the more prevalent it's going to become, like any other fad. 
but it's so destructive to society. And it is. It's the heart of the family. Well, That's and it's it's family. destructive to the people involved. It okay. is an unbelievably dangerous lifestyle. If you look at the statistics of men who have sex with men, MSM, they have the highest rates of many diseases of any other demographic. It is a very dangerous lifestyle. It is. Uh, But the, the world around us does not want to acknowledge that because... Well, the abnormal has been made normal, and uh, the world has done a really good job of painting anyone who is opposed to that to being a bigot, uh, a homophobe, a hate monger, a fanatic, a radical, etc. I'm not naive. You know, like I said, I had an uncle that lived the gay lifestyle for decades, and we knew he was gay. Yeah. I don't hate him. Well, hang in there and just, we we trust God and we keep our eyes on Jesus, not on the world around us. Okay? Well, thank you. All right. All right. God bless you. Thanks so much for the call. Uh, It's true. We, it it would be so easy to become so distressed, distressed and despondent about the darkness and the wickedness of the world that we live in. But we keep our eyes on Jesus. And we realize that we were warned about this. We were warned. So we shouldn't be shocked. We shouldn't be surprised. We should not be dismayed. Should we be concerned? Yes. And should we be trying our best to win people to Jesus and give them the gospel? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And again, I'm not going to go back to the whole he gets us thing. But the message of Scripture is that Jesus came to save us from our sin, not in our sin. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus during his time on the earth did not put his arm around sinners and say, I accept, the, I accept you the way you are. Your sin is not a problem with me because I just love everybody. Remember the woman taken in adultery? Jesus was so compassionate to her, but he did not overlook her sin. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. He didn't excuse her sin. He didn't turn the other way. All right, enough of that. Um... You know, we are told that uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, will make everybody's life more wonderful. DEI, DEI, DEI. Uh, Most major American corporations now have DEI departments. The government has DEI departments. And almost every major secular university has a large DEI department. And the purpose of the DEI department is to make life better for everybody on campus, particularly minorities. Well, you might not know this. I didn't until this morning. But the University of Michigan, yes, that team up north, the University of Michigan has the largest DEI program in America. 
They have more people on campus. They are spending more on DEI than any other university in America. And they started this back in 2016. A huge DEI push. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, They have, quote, the largest DEI staff on multiple measures. Uh, Last year, uh, they spent $18 million just on compensation for the employees in the DEI department at the University of Michigan. So they're out in the front. They're spending more money. They have more employees. And they've been doing it longer since 2016. So what is the result? Well, they just did a survey. Quote, the number of students agreeing that they were treated fairly and equitably decreased by 3% since 2016. That is according to a survey released by the University of Michigan last month. $18 million a year, largest DEI department in the country. And the uh, fairness felt feeling on the campus has declined by 3%. Quote, student satisfaction with the overall campus climate has dropped by 14% over the last five years, with respondents feeling less valued or that they feel like they actually belong on campus. So the result of millions and millions of dollars, largest DEI program in America, at least on an American campus, after these millions of dollars, hundreds of people involved, Students feel less fairly and equitably treated than in 2016. And the, quote, satisfaction with the overall campus climate has dropped, uh, I think I said 14%. It's 11% over five years. Um, It's had exactly the opposite impact. Yep. Uh, what do we say often? Everything the liberal left touches, they kill. So they come to a campus like the University of Michigan, we're going to say, and they say, we're, we're going to spend millions of dollars, hire hundreds of employees, because we're going to make you feel more accepted, more safe, more included. And the result? Exactly. The opposite. All right, uh, we have one more break. We'll come back and uh, wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
How many times have I told you never give a liberal a Bible? Well, not unless they really, truly want to know the truth and want to study it. But um, so often liberals just want a Bible so they can prove what they already feel or believe. Boy, do I have a uh, evidence of that in my hand, an example of that. Have an article at Yahoo, yahoo.com from a Gerald West. He is senior professor of biblical studies at uh, uh, some university I've never heard of. But anyway, he is senior professor of biblical studies. And he's written this article, uh, What Does the Bible Say About Homosexuality? For starters, Jesus wasn't a homophobe. Well, that should tell you everything you need to know about the story. Right up front, he wants you to know he's an expert in the Bible. Yeah, not like you common people know. He is an expert, and so you better listen to him. He begins the article by talking about Pope Francis and the accusation that Pope Francis is kind of easy on the homosexual issue. And he is. I I think that's um, pretty evident. But then after he gets past what he wants to say about Pope Francis, he gets into his thoughts about the Bible and homosexuality. Listen to this, and I quote, Scripture is particularly important for Christians. Think about that. Scripture is particularly important for Christians. Uh, No, it's more than just particularly important. It is our guide. It is God's revelation to us, not just something that's particularly important. You know, the owner's manual to my refrigerator might be particularly important. The owner's manual to my car might be particularly important if I ever need, you know, anyway. He goes on and says, When church leaders refer to the Bible or the Scriptures, they usually mean the Bible as we understand it through our theological doctrines. The Bible is always interpreted by our churches through their particular theological lenses. As a biblical scholar, <clears throat> yeah, he, he wants us to know that he's, he's an expert. As a biblical scholar, I would suggest that church leaders who use their cultures and theology to exclude homosexuals don't read Scripture carefully. Instead, they allow their patriarchal fears to distort it seeking to find in the Bible proof texts that will support attitudes of exclusion. So he is, he is accusing people who are conservatives and who actually believe every word of the Bible that they have patriarchal fears and they use their cultures to exclude. So what does he do? He immediately begins to use cultural references to twist, turn, pervert Scripture. He does exactly what he accuses other people of doing, because 
the only way you can read either the Old Testament or the New Testament and come up with God is okay with same-sex attraction, like adultery or any other sin, the only way you can do that is to approach it from a cultural standpoint, which is exactly what he does. He says, uh, ordinary people recognize that Jesus proclaimed a gospel of inclusion. Ordinary people. And then he goes and talks about the Pharisees and Sadducees. He says, those who would exclude homosexuals from God's kingdom choose to ignore Jesus turning instead to the Old Testament, most particularly to Genesis 19, the destruction of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Their interpretation of the story is that it's about homosexuality. It isn't. It relates to hospitality. Have you heard that? Yeah. And then he goes on trying to prove that what the Bible really says isn't what the Bible really says. And then he goes into Leviticus 18, Leviticus 20, and says, I know that's what the Bible says, but that's not really what it means. And then he comes to a conclusion. We are all clothed in Christ. Galatians 2, 3, 27. God only sees Christ, not our different sexualities. And it's interesting that he completely, totally ignores Romans chapter 1, 1 Corinthians. He completely ignores the verses of Scripture that are absolutely crystal clear about God's design for sexuality. Like I said, never give a liberal a Bible. All right. Hey, folks, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.